Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talking some Packers now. Uh, our good friend Ross Uglum from PackerReport.com and Packer Report Podcast joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Ross, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, glad to have you. I was a little disappointed. I don't know if you were as well, but I really wanted to see what this defense was going to do against the likes of a guy like Christian McCaffrey. It looks like McCaffrey is not going to be playing in this contest, correct? Yeah, uh, Matt Rule basically said yesterday that um, he doesn't anticipate McCaffrey playing. I I wouldn't be all that surprised with Carolina, you know, kind of in a situation where it's probably best for for them to to lose games more than it is to win, um, I'm, I'm not sure what the point of of getting McCaffrey up. If he does miss this this last game, well, now they've played 14 games. Why why play him in the last two? Just get him healthy, get him ready for 2021, um, and and whatever you know, if they they take a quarterback in the top 10, whatever they do with that top 10 pick, uh, just kind of focus on the next season I, I wouldn't be super surprised to see them just sort of shut Christian McCaffrey down so looking at this Carolina team coming in what uh, real legitimate threat do they possess if you don't have I mean obviously Teddy Bridgewater is a very good quarterback he can run as well and that has proven at times to be tough for them but you tell me what uh, what do the Carolina Panthers possess that's going to be problematic yeah I mean you know they're 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 pretty good on the outside. Peter Bukowski just did a really cool piece for us at Packer Report today about uh, the skill positions at at uh, Carolina, specifically at receiver. I mean, it's a group that is is very formidable and very impressive. Robbie Anderson was my top target for the Packers this offseason, ended up obviously in Carolina, but thought he would be the best fit. He's just about already at 1,000 yards, having just a phenomenal season, and then They've got some really skilled, really versatile pieces in kind of that Debo Samuel, Randall Cobb mold in in both Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore. Both are really excellent players. So, I mean, that's that's where they're going to stress stress out a Packers team right now that's got one cornerback playing at an extreme high, extremely high level, but a nickel and Shannon Sullivan and another cornerback in Kevin King that are struggling a little bit. The matchups. Uh, you know, that aren't Jair Alexander on whomever he covers, that is a place that, that the Panthers are certainly, you know, capable of stressing Green Bay a little bit. And and Mike Davis has been not terrible in, in relief of Christian McCaffrey. Uh, that was going to be my next question. What kind of a, a different runner is Davis? Davis, obviously not McCaffrey, but Davis has the ability. He, he, to me, has more burst. And I'm not going to – 
denigrate what McCaffrey does. McCaffrey can run you over. What he does is he can get around you relatively quick. Yeah, I mean, he's he's an efficient runner. Uh, you know, he's, he's right now, I believe, that he's at 4.1 a carry. It's, it's not going to blow you away. But at the same time, too, um, this is a guy with 57 catches on the year. He is functional out of the backfield. Not in the same way where you're just going to isolate him against a linebacker and, and, you know, just destroy folks the way that McCaffrey did, but he's just kind of capable in all, in all facets. He's not a breakaway receiving back, but he's capable. At 4.1 yards a carry, he's not a phenomenal, you know, rushing running back, but he's capable. He allows them to kind of stay in a lot of the same things that they like to do offensively with McCaffrey in there. And he's able to at least provide, you know, 80, 85, 90% of what you would get from CMC. So defensively speaking for this team, for this Green Bay Packers team, I was watching, uh, re-watching the game the other day. I like Kamal Martin. I, I think Rashawn Gary is coming. coming fast. Why did they not play Rashawn Gary nearly as much in the second half of that ball game? Was there never an explanation for that? Yep, a hip injury. That's what uh, that's what they ended up going with. I, I think there was a because uh, I didn't you know, see what, him what, really get up limping or anything. Uh, it's it's towards the end. I think of of one of the sacks potentially by somebody else. One of my guys actually pulled the clip and put it up on Twitter where it takes him a little bit to get up, and then you don't see him snapping in the second half after that. I, I think he got stepped on potentially. I don't want to be quoted on that, but um, if I can go back, like I said, through and, and someone on my staff posted it on Twitter where you just saw either an offensive lineman or a teammate step on Gary and him mm-hmm. get up a little bit slower and then not, like I said, seeing him get snaps for the rest of the game. Uh, it, but it wasn't – what I'm trying to say bluntly, Bill, is that it was not a coach's decision. It was not – he screwed something up and they pulled him out of the game or he wasn't producing. It was health related. And um, they had him, I think as a theoretical DNP in the practice, as far as the walkthrough that they said he would probably not have practiced in yesterday's injury report. And um, frankly, Matt LaFleur has not been super specific with us since as far as uh, the long-term, you know, uh, deal with, whether or not this was a serious or, or non-serious injury. But you got to hope because that is a, a guy that has come on, I think has really improved as a rusher. Excuse me. They listed him as a theoretical limited participation. So they said he would have practiced a little bit uh, on Tuesday had there been an actual uh, a practice. So mm-hmm. got to think that the, the prognosis is feasible that he might go this, this week. So uh, I want to go to the offensive side of the football, and uh, obviously you got Aaron Jones changing agents. Give me your read on this. Uh, I think it's probably good for Aaron Jones financially, and I, I think it's probably bad for those that want to see Aaron Jones uh, finish his career in Green Bay. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on that, honestly, Bill, as far as just – what what you see with these teams that that give 10 12 15 million dollars a year to running backs you see what's you know everybody said well Zeke is different you know Ezekiel Elliott is different you pay him because he's different now he's less efficient than Tony Pollard and he's making more money than almost any back in the league you saw the Todd Gurley contract be just a terrible decision for the LA Rams they were fortunate enough to get out of that and and 
you know, kind of move forward. And now everybody in Minnesota is saying, well, the Dalvin Cook contract will end up being fine because he's different. I, I would guess at some point we're gonna we're gonna find out that that isn't that different either. I'd be very comfortable with Green Bay, you know, doing something. One of the other backs like Jones that does an excellent job in this league is Austin Eckler out in Los Angeles. That kind of deal, great. But I have a feeling that with Rosenhaus in his corner, uh, they're going for the big money, and there's probably going to be a team out there that's going to give it to them. I just I don't think it's going to be Green Bay, and I think that um, just from a personality standpoint, I mean, Aaron's been really great to be around for the last four years, and, and it, it's going to be kind of a downer in that standpoint to see him play for somebody else. But year after year after year, we see the ability to replace running backs in the middle rounds of the draft. It's not do what Jacksonville did and get a James Robinson, an undrafted free agency. I think it's really franchise crippling to be paying $15, 16000000 million to a running back. Do you think he gets it on the open market? I don't know if fifteen, sixteen. I don't know if he gets the Dalvin Cook money, but I think it it might end up being you know three years thirty six or four years fifty from from somebody that that like I said is not the Green Bay Packers. Uh, wanted to also ask you the quarterback, or excuse me, the uh, the tight end position. Is it just can we just like put it to bed that uh, Jay Sternberger, as much as people want him because of his draft status to perform. It's clearly Robert Tanyan. Robert Tanyan has just emerged as a target, a fun guy, a guy that Aaron Rodgers really really likes. He trusts, obviously. He uh, does nothing but praise Mercedes Lewis for uh, you know his his role, so to speak. But the, the tight end position is now solidified with Robert Tanyan, correct? I, I do believe that, but I would caution against anybody rev- ready to give up on Jay Sternberger. Uh, you know, Robert Tanyan had – two full years in Green Bay before this one, and he had 171 yards in those two years. The tight end position is one that takes a while. Uh, you, you talk about, like, last year, for example, top 10 pick, TJ Hawkinson, widely regarded as the best tight end prospect in the last five years. Guy goes out and catches 30 balls for less than 400 yards as a rookie. Now he's coming on probably, you know, going to have a 700, 800-yard season with Detroit. But Jay Sternberger is a guy that played wide receiver at KU, transferred to A&M, played one year of tight end in a spread system, nothing like what LaFleur runs, comes into Green Bay, basically because of an injury has to redshirt at a position that most running backs aren't even good until year three, maybe into year four anyway. I mean, go back, look at Travis Kelsey's rookie year. Look at George Kittle's rookie year. Look at Jimmy Graham's rookie year. You want to go that far back. It's a slow developing position. You have to learn a lot of nuance at that spot. You have to be able to hold up as a blocker or they know when you're on the field it's a pass. Yes, I think it's it's very rightful and very exciting to be juiced up about Robert Tunyon, but don't just go, you know, selling Jay Sternberger down the river yet because he has a complicated development timeline as it is and with this latest injury and with the redshirt year last year I think the big things are coming from Jace, potentially 2021 or 2022, and it was probably always going to be that way. Do you think that, uh, I guess the question is, do you think that Jay Sternberger morphs into this guy, that he has that opportunity? I mean, I guess my question is, why is he not receiving more nod, or is it just the fact that there just isn't room for him right now, they don't trust him enough? 
I think it's the simple fact, Bill, that, that Tunyon is playing so well. Tunyon is playing like an above-average starter in the NFL. So, And they don't have a ton in their offense for the second tight end. A lot of that is like Y tight end stuff that Mercedes Lewis does. A lot of the, uh, you know, the, the dirty work stuff. It's, it's not like this thing is built, you know, to be the mid-aughts Patriots where you have Hernandez and Gronk. This is a, a feature tight end, kind of like a like what Tunyon is doing, and then you have the almost the third tackle position, which Mercedes Lewis plays. I think as you move forward, this young, relatively honestly inexpensive, which has to be exciting with the you know decreasing cap due to COVID. I think you've got a very young and fun, versatile group because next year you're going to have Deguara after basically a redshirt season as your your use check, your, your your fullback hybrid. Then you've got Jace as kind of the big slot receiver tight end hybrid. And then you've got Tunyon that can kind of do it all. I mean, he's not certainly the blocker Mercedes is or George Kittle is or even Travis Kelsey is. But you've got three guys that can really move around and do a lot of different things moving into next year. But right now, their offense is built around having Big Dog play that third tackle spot, if you will. And it's built around Tunyon, who, honestly, I wouldn't take away reps from Tunyon right now anyway. And and right. Sternberger is just going to maybe have to wait his turn. But I, I'll reiterate, I would not sell all your Jay Sternberger stock. Uh, I don't think I would yet, but uh, my stock in, in that particular <laughs> – in that particular venture is going down quickly. Great to talk to you as always, Russ. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Ross Ogleman, PackerReport.com, Packer Report Podcast as well. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. They've been doing it for 80-plus years. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.